The alleged gunman at a synagogue last week has deep ties to evangelicalism and has pastors doing a little soul-searching, full of the details. Also, Pat Robertson has another controversy on his hands, but this one is a little off-brand for him. And finally, the Obamas have unveiled a few details about their new production company. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, Tyler Aswick here. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and powerful e-commerce solutions, all without a single plugin. Right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash relevant. All right. To tell us about today's stories, the 700 Club means something different where he grew up. It's Tyler Huckabee. <laughs> hey, Daswick. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. You're joining me in the studio yeah, today. Nice to be here in person looking right at you. This is fun. It's awesome, man. Uh, our first story today uh, pertains to some new information about the alleged synagogue shooter in California last week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and you reported on this one very ably for us on, on relevantmagazine.com. And, and I appreciated some of your insights there. Uh, so as you know, John Ernest uh, was the alleged shooter at the California synagogue on April 27th. Uh, he killed one woman and he wounded three other people, inclu- including a child and a rabbi. But what's been particularly interesting and very uh, harrowing about this particular this particular shooting is the fact that this shooter appeared to be very, very well steeped in evangelical theology uh, and to the point where his pastor and other evangelical pastors are struggling to understand the motives after discovering this, uh, this background and especially the seven-page manifesto that he published before he went in and shot. So according to the manifesto uh, that authorities have gone over, some of the basic tenets that he wrote about had uh, included things like ideas that Jews are responsible for the killing of Jesus and that now they manipulate the media and so the act of violence would bring glory to God. Uh, The Washington Post reports that Ernest was a regular attendee in an Orthodox Presbyterian congregation. Uh, According to to this church, they exist to, quote, counter liberalism and mainline Presbyterianism. Ernest's father was actually an elder in the church, too. Um, a an, an OPC reverend named Mika Edmondson said he was radicalized into white nationalism in the very midst of our church. We can't pretend as though we didn't have some responsibility for him. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty disturbing. And the and the family themselves right had to release a statement mm-hmm. saying <laughs> what what our son believed in this manifesto and what he ultimately did is not a reflection of our faith. His values are not our values. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think that's a big, uh, that's sort of key to understanding all of this is that the church itself, the family, uh, nobody is endorsing this, right? Nobody's saying that this was something that the OPC teaches or that is explicitly taught in evangelicalism. But a lot of Christian leaders are sort of wondering if they were inadvertently complicit 
uh, just because there's been a long history of anti-Semitism that is rooted in Christian and especially Protestant theology. Uh, Chad Wolf is an evangelical pastor in Florida, and he told The Post, when there's an act of radical Islamic terror, somebody claiming they're motivated by their Islamic faith, if we're going to call upon moderates in the Muslim community to condemn those things, we should do the same. I wholeheartedly, full stop, condemn white nationalism. We should recognize that somebody could grow up in an evangelical church whose father was a leader and could somehow conflate the teachings of Christianity and white nationalism. We should be very concerned about that. And I think that's an important amount of self-reflection for the American church to consider. How many acts of homegrown white nationalist terror come from people who say they're just extremist Christians? Now, obviously, Christians are moderate Christians are right to reject those sorts of teachings. But uh, if they're going to call upon more mainline Muslims to condemn acts of radical Islamic terror, then it's only fair that Christian churches start doing the same thing with the more recent homegrown white nationalist terror acts we see here in the U.S. You're right. And and the anti-Semitism perception is out there. Mm -hmm. I remember in college, one of the first questions I was asked about my faith was one of my Jewish friends asking me, did the Jews kill Jesus? Mm -hmm. Because that's that's what he heard primarily about the relationship between Christianity and Judaism. So the perception is out there and it needs to be countered. Yeah. And it's it's out there enough to, to at least have to consider that it's not an unfair stereotype that has not been adequately addressed by Christian churches in this country. Totally. Our next story, Pat Robertson, he's in the news yet again. Yeah, we, we don't make it, it. If we were to comment on every crazy thing Pat Robertson says, that, that would be the only thing that the, it would be the whole website. Yeah, that'd yeah. be our whole. <laughs> so we don't do it every single time. Um, I'm sure lots of relevant listeners are familiar with 700 Club founder Pat Robertson, and he has sort of a propensity for putting his foot in his mouth for saying some uh, very absurd and, and frankly very offensive things. Uh, but he's in the news for sort of a different reason today. He's, he's uh, leaned into a different sort of absurdity. So contrary to a sort of hyper-conservative biblical aesthetic, uh, he on 700 Club called the young earth creationism, quote, nonsense. Uh, <laughs> I, people, are, I'm, I'm, as you're probably aware, uh, most conservative Christians are very much of the mind that young earth creationism is taught in the Bible, that Genesis refers to a literal six day, uh, literal six days, which God created the earth and that the world is only a few thousand years old. But Pat Robertson, who's one of the most conservative Christians out there, is uh, calls that embarrassing. The universe we live in is, he says, 14 billion years old, and there's no question about it. And we have tremendous geological records and all the rest of it. And that 6,000 year stuff just doesn't compute. Wow. Uh, this came in response to somebody who called into the show and asked for his uh, his take on all of these things. He said that when he, that when he founded Regent University, quote, they were trying to hustle around a course called creation science and it was just nonsense. It was so embarrassing. So not only is he a, a fan of, uh, of older of older theory uh, but he doesn't even think, seem to think that creation theory has young earth creationism has any legs to stand on in the debate yeah and it's kind of weird young earth creationism is having a weird sort of moment uh, we published uh, a story was it about a month ago when Chance the Rapper uh, yeah. talked about his exploration into it yeah and he was actually he took the more conservative view than Pat Robertson did in this case <laughs> it's a wacky world we live in wow uh, our last story uh, is about uh, the Obamas, this production company that they announced last year as being one of their sort of primary uh, post-presidential, post-White House 
uh, endeavors. Uh, we finally have some details about what that looks like. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So what they started is this company called Higher Ground Productions, and it's going to be in, co- in cooperation with Netflix. And they are producing original content. We've known about this for a while, but now we've got a few details about what it's actually going to be. Um, probably the the most interesting thing, at least to me, that I saw in the new lineup is this biopic about the life of Frederick Douglass that's based on a recent biography of his. Uh, there's also going to be a docu-series about a China-owned factory that operates out of Ohio and the, the tensions that the workers there have to go through. Uh, there's also going to be a series about sort of the low-level politicians, uh, the people outside of the West Wing who you don't hear about as much and the role that they play in upholding our constitutional norms. So lots of interesting things uh, coming out from them. Michelle gave a quote that said, quote, we think there's something here for everyone, moms and dads, curious kids, and anyone simply looking for an engaging, uplifting watch at the end of a busy day. We can't wait to see these projects come to life and the conversations they'll generate. Hard to say no to that. It sounds awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about it. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I don't think they're going to be the ones behind the camera or anything like that. They're right. probably just footing the bill. But it's still exciting to see people with their uh, with their very unique perspective, given their history here in this country, and what sort of original content they'll produce for Netflix. Huck, it's a fresh energy when you're in the studio. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. Good to see you, man. Thank you. That is The Daily. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out our homepage, relevantmagazine.com. And for the latest, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant and Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our print magazine and all our other podcasts. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Oh, that's the